Well, it's always great to say hello to Barry Trammell of the Oklahoma, and we'll talk Big 12 expansion, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, and much more with Barry Trammell. Appreciate you guys joining us. I'm Pete Mundo. We're heartlandcollegesports.com. Great to have you on board. And as always, those ratings and reviews help this show tremendously. Tremendously. We've got 520 ratings on iTunes. I think we can get to 600 by, let's say, Halloween. What do you guys think of that? Just hit that five star, and if you want to leave a review, we'll send you a free Heartland College Sports koozie. When you leave me a rating and a review and send me a screenshot of that rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. All right, let's welcome on Barry Trammell. Barry, great to have you here. Uh, Let's start off with expansion. Last week, UCF, BYU, Houston, and Cincinnati coming to the Big 12. How would you rate the additions by the Big 12 Conference? Well, I think considering the circumstances, I'd give them an A. I mean, you'd rather add Southern Cal and Ohio State, but, you know, you <laughs> you can't uh, always get what you want. So um, among the uh, among the candidates out there, I think uh, these are four of the top five candidates, including the top three. So I think uh, the football works very well. I think. Um, the uh, the geography is, is a little bit uh, of a stretch, but you know the Big 12 is accustomed to that, so um, it all is, it's all going to come down to the financial end of it. What can they do with the with the financial uh, media rights uh, when they come up uh, again in a couple of years? But for now, I think they've done a pretty good job of sort of solidifying the Big 12. So, uh, Barry, I mean, what what has the reaction been from Oklahoma State now that this has been a few weeks in the past and the way that this completely blindsided folks in Stillwater? What what is has have those uh, tensions calmed now that the Big 12 is going to survive? Or do you think that's going to linger for quite some time? Oh, I think uh, probably both is the answer. I think they have calmed to some degree, but I think there is tension. I think there's a little bit of, uh, oh, anger, maybe too strong of a word, but disgust maybe with the Sooners sort of leaving uh, OSU uh, out to dry financially. Um, it's a case of, you know, everything about this, all the consternation, all the angst, it's all centered around money because these eight schools are going to take a financial hit. Uh, with their with their media rights, so uh, we're talking you know lots and lots of money. We're talking as much as uh, ten to twelve million dollar difference a year, perhaps. So that's a that's a difficult that's a difficult uh, deficit to make up. So yeah. that's what all this is about. Uh, on a competitive standpoint, I think it's actually pretty good for somebody like Oklahoma State because you know the Sooners have been sitting there; they won six straight. Big 12 titles and been to four playoffs, and they frankly are just blocking the blocking the way for anybody else in the Big 12 to sort of rise up and do something. So this gives an Oklahoma State a chance to to you know win a win a conference title, perhaps getting the the playoff, especially if it's expanded to 12 teams. So it, there's good opportunity there. It's just going to be some financial hardship. Yeah, no doubt about that. Barry Trammell of the Oklahoman. Uh, before we continue with him and talk a little Cowboys and Sooners, want to let you know about our sponsors of this show, mybookie.com. You want to check them out because with our promo code, Big12, that's Big12, 
you get a 100% sign-up bonus on your first deposit. It's a great way to help grow this show, help be a part of the show, but also I got a ton of Big 12 action this weekend, right? And we're looking forward to all of these games. I mean, I cannot wait Talk about these Cowboys playing at Boise State. Uh, there's so many. Except we've got the first Big 12 conference game of the year. You've got Kansas and Baylor going at it. So if you've been kind of waiting, dragging your feet, get in on the action right now. And it's also week two of the NFL season. you got Lamar Jackson going head-to-head with Patrick Mahomes in a can't-miss matchup. And my bookie's got all the action. Prop bets are an easy way to gain an edge. And they've got a ton of prop bets to choose from. So, This is going to be a great game as well. NFL Sunday, Big 12 on Saturday. So use our promo code BIG12BIG12 at mybookie.com and double your first-time deposit right now. 100, 200, whatever it might be, double your money at mybookie.com with our promo code BIG12. That is BIG12. All right, Barry. So you're in Boise. You're getting ready for the Oklahoma uh, State-Boise State game on Saturday. Two games in, it has not been pretty for the Cowboys, even though they are 2-0. and We know the offensive line and, and just the offense in general has been a problem. W- what, uh, what do you pinpoint there as how this side of the ball can start improving for the Pokes? Well, it's going to start with quarterback play. they got to have better quarterback play. Spencer Sanders, frankly, has just been sort of so-so in his two years as a starting quarterback and off to a little bit of the same thing. He had one interception uh, for a pick six against uh, against Tulsa last week. Could have had another one or two. So he's got to play better. Oklahoma State is a place that is accustomed to pretty high-level quarterbacking. And when they don't get it, that offense comes back to, comes back to earth. Man, this is, not a, uh, this is not a stretch in OSU when they got a bunch of uh, ball handlers with uh, NFL potential. You know, you're used to James Washington and Justin Blackman and Tylen Wallace, Justice Hill and Chuba Hubbard and Kendall Hunter and just, you know, NFL talent getting their hands on the ball. I'm not sure that OSU has any of those people right now. With Perhaps a couple of freshman receivers can get there, but without that kind of exquisite talent, they're going to have to have good quarterback play. And frankly, they're just not getting it. Do you think that Illingworth is is the guy or, or should be considered more of the guy or does Sanders' mobility behind that mediocre at best offensive line provide more value for him right now at quarterback? Well, it's a good question, and I think the deeper it goes, the more Oklahoma State's going to have to consider Illingworth as a potential replacement. But But clearly Sanders' mobility is a difference maker when he can, you know, when, when his throwing is up to par, then he's a difference maker. So um, they don't really want to sacrifice that. Ellingworth is a pure pocket passer. So, you know, if it comes to it, they'll have to do it. But they really don't want to do it right now. Mm-hmm. So let's get ready then for, for the Big 12 season in particular, and then we'll get to the Sooners here. Have your expectations for Oklahoma State ceiling changed based on what you've seen two weeks in, or do you think there's enough room for this team to grow and improve to, to right some of these wrongs? I'm not, I'm not optimistic because of, because of that offense. Okay. Um, OSU's defense is pretty good. They, they've been really good, and they were good last year. But we're now seeing we're coming up on, you know, more than two years of, of just 
Oklahoma State offense that's not up to their standard. And at some point, we're just going to have to accept that maybe this is what they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's interesting. Hey, you know, do you think Mike Gundy, has he lost some of that mojo, Barry? Oh, I don't know about the mojo. I think they've lost some good coordinators, offensive coordinators. Um, the quarterback talent is not what it was. Um, it's They're still consistently, you know, a top 25 team. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we've had four years of Big 12 championship games. The Cowboys haven't finished in the top two any of the four years. Mm-hmm. So they need to get back into that business of, of, of getting into Arlington and, and playing playing for the championship. Does Mike Gundy – have you changed your opinion at all on how long you think Mike Gundy wants to do this for, especially with the way the conference is, is now being realigned? No, I think, I think he's still going to coach quite a while. You know, his – his son's on the squad mm-hmm. as a freshman quarterback, and I think Mike's sort of looking forward to that. Okay. So I, w- I would be surprised if anything happens with Mike Gundy in the next three or four years. Gotcha. Interesting. Barry Trammell's joining us. All right, Barry, now with the Sooners. Uh, the, these first couple of games, you know, Western Carolina, 76 nothing, no contest. That second half uh, against Tulane in week one. Is that just a team that fell asleep in the second half in an opener that they had a 23-point lead in? Or did you see things from both sides of the ball that, that concern you going forward? Oh, I assume it's the former. I assume they just let their foot off the gas. They were ahead of Tulane 37-14 to 14 mm-hmm. with four minutes left in the third quarter. And then at the end of the game, Tulane had a chance to win. Well, that's inexcusable. I mean, that. That shouldn't happen if you're playing Ohio State or Alabama, much less Tulane. And so I think the Sooners just sort of let it happen. Now, you know, you OU's track record is such that you you've got to make that defense prove it. They were better last year, but they still had their down times. And you want to see that defense, you know, rise up and 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 be what it's purported to be. But uh, that that was not a good that last. 20 minutes against Tulane was not a good sign, but we'll see. And, you know, Nebraska will, will provide some tests. Uh, it's not a great Husker team. Adrian Martinez is a quarterback who can run around and make some plays, also make a lot of mistakes. So you'd, you'd like to see the Sooners sort of dominate the Huskers. Um, but the truth is, though you schedule is so advantageous that, it's possible that, that Oklahoma doesn't get really tested until a, a potential playoff game. Well, let's let's lead into that then, Barry. I mean, with how bad Iowa State has looked through two weeks, do you think these Cyclones are still the second-best team in the Big 12, or are you looking at a TCU or somebody else? Yeah, I don't. I, I didn't like what I saw out of Iowa State. Mm-hmm. Uh, crying out loud, I didn't like what I saw out of Northern, the Northern Iowa game and then the Iowa game. Of course, they, they almost doubled Iowa in – in total yards, but you got to take care of the ball. Brock Purdy is not producing at quarterback. He's a, you know, he's a fourth-year guy that really um, has not gotten appreciably better here down the stretch of his career. So, I think that's not a good thing. Um, I do, I do believe in Matt Campbell. His teams do get a lot better. I think Iowa State's capable of getting back in the saddle and making a run, but I just. 
I, I don't know what the problem is, but I don't, I don't, I don't like what I've seen so far. Um, TCU, we'll see. Texas, you know, has got got problems. We saw that in Fayetteville, Oklahoma State. We've talked about Kansas State's lost Skyler Thompson. West Virginia's disappointing. The whole league, frankly, is has been a, a major disappointment in my book. So, um, I think. Mean, uh, who, who's going to end up in Arlington with with Oklahoma? I think just about anybody could 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 reach that status. Well, that leads me to this then, Barry. When it comes to Oklahoma and Texas leaving for the SEC, how much? I mean, the narrative is that Texas led Oklahoma to the SEC. Is there a part of you that that thinks maybe Oklahoma is using Texas as a shield to get to the SEC? Oh, I don't think either one of them. I think they worked in tandem. I think okay. I think over the last three or four years they've become both. Uh, they've become a lot closer in terms of collaboration with the administrations, and I think they both foresaw some uh, some financial issues coming when the, when the media rights get open. And I think I think all this just resulted from a variety of long talks. Uh, you know, what about this? What about that? Would this be possible? Would this work out? Eventually, I think they came to a consensus that maybe, you know, going to the SEC together was was the right move. I do know this. I, I think they decided they wanted to stick together. Um, you know, in the old days, five years ago, four years ago, ten years ago, there was this, this idea that, that OU and OSU would stick together. But uh, I, I think that's morphed into to OU and Texas being the duo mm-hmm. that will stick together. Very interesting. Barry Trammell of the Oklahoman, always great to get his insights and perspectives on the show. Barry, great to have you here. Enjoy Boise. I hear it's beautiful. Is it living up to the hype? It's pretty It's pretty nice. Pretty nice. About 64 degrees right now. Oh. So not, a, not accustomed to that. Sign me up for that. He's Barry Trammell. Barry, great to have you on. Thanks for the time. You bet. Well, it's always great talking to our guy, Barry Trammell. And don't forget, use our promo code at mybookie.com, and that promo code is BIG12, BIG12, to double your first-time deposit at mybookie.com. Double your money right now ahead of a great slate of games on Saturday. Of course, we'll put out our picks on Thursday against the spread, as we do each and every year. All right, I want to thank you guys for your ratings and reviews. I've said I'd read a couple of them here. This is from Jay Kennard on Thursday of last week. Been listening to Heartland College Sports for years. I've been especially glued lately with all the expansion news. Pete knows his stuff. Love the mix of coaches and beat writers he has on as guests. It's well-informed, quick, and to the point. Thanks for all the work you put in, Pete. Well, thank you for leaving that rating and review. Great podcast about the Big 12 without the national media bias. Great work, Pete. Thank you for that. Uh, Been listening for a couple of years. Thank you, Pete, for representing and supporting the Big 12 the way you do. It gets so old listening to the biased media outlets in other parts of the country. I look forward to this podcast every week. Keep it coming. Well, thank you, guys. And I will uh, leave you and give you a Heartland College Sports koozie. I'm actually ordering more right now when you send me a screenshot of your rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. I've got koozies lined up for you guys. Thanks so much. Uh, Have a great day. We'll talk to you couple of more times this week. we got a show dropping tomorrow on Wednesday. And then, of course, we have our picks coming up on Thursday. So keep it here at heartlandcollegesports.com. ton of great written content as well. And we'll talk to you guys soon. Have a great day.